Hello, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. It is April 5th, 2019. It's one of the most depressing anniversaries possible. It's the 25th anniversary of Kurt Cobain killing himself. Now, we should not ignore this fact. We should acknowledge this fact head on, and we're doing that right now. And I'd like to, for the people in the room that didn't know what they were walking into, this is the show! That's right. So... I was going to do this like whole thing about how you, you shouldn't kill yourself, and I, and I stand by that, but uh, I don't want to focus on that. What I do want to focus on is the 1989 soundtrack to the film Batman. You know that film Batman? That's about a closeted man who wears leather that has uh, sex with Vicky Vale, Vicky Vicky Vale, and then Jack Nicholson, who has sex with everyone in the world. That's the premise of him sitting in front row of the Lakers games. He is also there for some reason, and he plays a man called the Joker. Now, you might know of the Joker as uh, Joaquin Phoenix. You might know of the Joker as Jared Leto. You might know of the Joker as Heath Ledger. You might know of the Joker as a character in uh, the hit comic book, Named after that Vicky Vale's movie, Batman. Now, the man that's going to come on stage and, and perform some music, he was heavily influenced by the hit film Batman, specifically the prince aspect of the film. And what we're going to explore during this episode of You, Me, Them, Everybody is how sad it is that both Kurt Cobain is no longer with us and how sad it is that Prince is no longer with us. And the major difference between Prince and Kurt Cobain, besides their height besides their facial hair. They both play guitar, they're both lefties. The, m the most disappointing part of this entire thing is Prince died a virgin, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. And maybe if Prince had sex once, he wouldn't have had to have so many painkillers in his body. So what the man that's gonna come on stage right now is gonna do is he's gonna play some music about how cool it is that he likes Prince in his life. Baby Bri Bri, please come up here. There's so much confusion going on right now, and I love it so much, and I embrace it so much. Please come to the stage. Uh, I'm gonna give you this microphone while you set up, and I'm gonna talk into the other microphone because that's how things work. Oh, look at that. That was confusion right there. We didn't plan that out. So you're going to hold that microphone. I'm going to hold this Thank microphone. You. you. I'm going to sit on stage while you perform if that's okay with you. Can we dim some of the lights? How about ben, that? could you turn up every light as bright oh, as it can baby. be? Oh, baby. Okay, thank you so that's much. That's what I'm talking about. Now, Baby Bri Bri, yes. legal, legal name Baby Bri Bri, this is the man I was referring to. His facial hair is polarizing. Now, there are some people in this room that think it's a 10 out of 10. And there are some people in this room that think it's a 5 out of 10. No one thinks it's a 0 through 4, unless there are some fibbers in the room. Now, I think it's a 5. All Here's right. why. I think if you're going to have that facial hair, you should fully commit to handlebar. That would break it to an 8. And if you had chops on the side, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 10 out of chops. 10. I want some chops, and I want some more length on that. All right. That so without chops, we can't cross the 9 threshold. No, absolutely not. Okay. Now, wha what... What about Prince's Batman uh, soundtrack? What, what, what did that do for you as a young child growing up in Southern California? Prince's Batman soundtrack was one of the very few tapes I had in my collection that also included uh, Weird Al Yankovic tapes and sure. Will Smith's sure. uh, classic uh, Will 2K. Will 2K, a very important record. Yeah. You had that on cassette tape. I had that on cassette. It was around the time CDs were coming out, but we didn't get a CD player in our car until a few years later. Now, you are a, a, an IRL musician. IRL. And uh, but tonight, <laughs> not, not tonight, not tonight, not tonight, tonight. Okay, please. I, I love talking to you about your dress for the listener at home that could not see you. What are you wearing? Let's go tops to bottoms. Number. You have a very military style haircut. Young Ish. boy haircut. Yes. You're not going bald, though. No. So I don't know what this is about. 
This you is have just a fantastic a, hairline. Why are you holding it back? Well, I, as you know, I was uh, a blonde, and I was having much more fun. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Good as reference. As blondes are wont to do. Uh-huh. Uh, but I you know, had to say goodbye, 2019, new year, new me. New year, new mustache. New mustache, new style of grooming. I bought myself a pair of clippers, groomed my own hair with the help of my uh, lovely partner, Miranda, who uh, rates my mustache a 10 out of 10. Nice. She was the alluded to. That's the only to. one that she matters. She was the alluded See, to the only, She's the RuPaul in this situation, and I am the Misselvishage. Yeah, so together uh, we were able to accomplish the very simple task of a buzz cut. Please describe your blouse. Um, it's an Esprit, which Ooh. I believe was... Uh, 90s Target sure, uh, company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm wearing what? Oh, I hold on, stop. Oh, we're not done yet. You with have the not top. described the blouse. I love it. It's uh, black with uh, green, red, and yellow stripes. Vertical stripes. Vertical stripes. Here's the best part about it. Not everyone can see. It's gold buttons. Gold buttons. I didn't notice that for a few minutes. Gold and then I was buttons. like, what about this shirt is different? Love this blouse on you. Thank you. Sensible belt, like always. Sensible. Uh, actually. I bought this belt in uh, Puerto Rico, where it was listed as a lizard skin belt. And I assume that was a reference to, like, alligator skin, but it's uh, called a lizard skin belt. Love it. Love uh, it. Pants are what I call dead man's pants. Please continue. Uh, very, very tight up at the top with hundreds of pleats. Yes. Uh, ballooning out yes. into a nice, sensible cuff yes. uh, near the ankle. And, like any punk rock musician, nice, strong pair of Doc Martin boots on the feet. The doctor. The doctor Jesus. is in. Uh, yeah, so that's it. I now like our listeners at home understand. I think that you dress like someone blind went to three different thrift stores and randomly grabbed stuff, and you yeah. always look great. And lucked out. They ah. were blind, and they grabbed random things, but it, it lucked out. I love it. Have you ever worn anything tight? Oh, yeah. Until really? I moved to D.C. and experienced uh, humidity, mm-hmm. uh, I used to wear as, as tight as it got. So in the, in the, w- this summer... When, when everyone else is wearing their linen suits, this will be an outfit that you will as you will little, walk. As little skin to clothing contact as possible is, you, is what I'm You look for. fantastic. Thank you. And maybe even more importantly, you sound fantastic. Mm, we'll see. Uh, what are you going to play now? Uh, this is a song about depression called I Just Don't Feel Like Picking Up My Phone Today. I just don't feel like picking up my phone today. I know exactly why you called I know exactly what you'll say It's not that I want you To go away Picking up my phone today Just because I'm Don't see. 
keep telling myself that just cause I'm alone don't mean I'm lonely. Yeah, sometimes the best news is no news. Yeah, sometimes the best news is no news. Yeah, sometimes the best news no news Yeah, sometimes the best news is no news I just don't feel like picking up my phone today Kurt Cobain and Prince. I'll take it. Uh, very Prince-like vibes, very Kurt Cobain sentiments. And it made me. It makes me happy to know that you're alive and you're producing this music that I like to listen to. Well, thank you. And that's sort of a selfish compliment because I'm the one benefiting from this more than you. Do you feel alive when you make music? Oh, yeah, absolutely. When do you feel the saddest? Um, when I make music. <laughs> there you go. That's, that makes a lot I've of sense. I've never written a song in a good mood. Uh, yeah. You've performed in a good mood. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, isn't that weird? I know that's a really bad question slash observation, but it's the truth. You feel the best when you're doing the thing that w you spent the worst time on. Yes, absolutely. It's therapy. It's cathartic. You sh Do you see a therapist? Uh, no, I still haven't found a therapist oh, since the last time we so spoke. I got so many recommendations for you, buddy. Keep them coming. I'm a big <laughs> fan of mine. I'm not giving you her name oh, on microphone. On. I'll give it to you off mic. Perfect. Thank She's you. She's wonderful. Thank you. It's important to like your therapist. Yeah, that's a start. Yeah, because I've seen a bad therapist. Here's why I stopped seeing her. You want to guess? Fell in love with her? Nope. Opposite. So this she was wow. She no, yeah, she fell in love with me. Yeah, that, that wow. did not happen. Um, she wouldn't admit that certain things are are clearly right and wrong, because some therapists, most therapists, not most, I don't know, some therapists say like, oh, there's a there's a scale, you know what I mean? Like not everything could be a, a zero gray. or ten. There's a lot of gray. There's a lot of gray. And I'm like, well, some things are clearly wrong, and <laughs> she wouldn't agree with that. And I go, what about Nazis? Nazis are bad, front to back, all bad. Not one good so thing. So you had a Nazi sympathizing therapist? She's like, well, there could be some. I'm like, no, there aren't any good Nazis. It's that simple. And then I moved on because the premise of this show is I sadly stole this name for this show from the Blues Brothers. Did you know that? Hmm. You, me, them, Have you everybody. seen the Blues Brothers 2000? I am not. Please <laughs> don't make me watch that. Anyways, 
the whole premise of that movie is Nazis are bad. Yeah. And if she can't go along with that, come on. Yeah, come on. If she doesn't like the Blues Brothers. Yeah, that's that why. Was, that was that the was issue. That was the, the reason Nazis why. Oh, you're going to come back later tonight and All sing right. another song I'll if look that's forward okay to with it. you. Yeah. Coming to the stage is a good friend of mine, uh, and she, I don't know if she's in therapy, but we're going to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, mostly just Brian, I really just want you to make noise. Please put your hands together for Allison Lane, everybody. Allison, you knew this was coming, yet you take the longest time to stretch out that comfortable amount of noise in the room. It just, it's just so comfortable. Have we'll heard of making an entrance, Brandon? Yeah. You put your stuff back there. I understand. I understand. You're doing a lot yeah. of physical <laughs> comedy up? tonight. Allison, you've had a birthday two weeks going. <laughs> it's only been five days. Five days of birthday. You're how old now? 33. Are you afraid of being 33? Not at all. This is Jesus' year. This is Jesus' year. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Jesus' Son starring Billy Crudup? Uh, do you know the answer to that? No. No, I don't you know did not. Is. So what, what are your thoughts that? on the 2019 Chicago Cubs? Go. Oh, my God. So many things. What a time. Seriously, though, uh, how have you celebrated your 33rd year of existence? Listen, 33, big Jesus year, has been very exciting. I um, had a birthday party on Sunday at an art gallery. Okay. Um, That seems like an adult thing to do. Yeah, it was. Um, Do you remember how you've spent the last... do know that I ate pasta that day. That's great. You, you're I had carbonara on my birthday. You had oh my god! On your birthday. That's wonderful. That's my favorite pasta. Um, Did you I had think a couple other birthday parties, but most importantly, yes, you introduced me to wrestling. I did. I'm considering that part of my birthday celebration. On mo- you should. <laughs> on, this is a, this is true. On Monday night, you and I went to Monday Night Raw. Yeah. At the Capital One Arena. Yeah. Serious thing. Thanks to the government of Qatar. Thank you so much, Qatar. Uh, what a great country. So Where is it? Uh, the Middle East loves WWE, <laughs> and they love me, so they gave us box seats to see wrestling. Yeah. And you had a good time. I had the best time. This is the second time you've seen wrestling with me. Uh-huh. And you, every time we've ever talked about wrestling on the show, you said, this is stupid, I don't like it, and then we go. Wait, have I? Yes. Okay, yes. 100% of the time. Okay. And then you went, and you loved it. Why did you love this experience? Okay. The best thing about wrestling, especially live wrestling, yes. is at any point you can yell, kick him in the face, and then somebody gets kicked in the face. It's pretty great. It's amazing. Okay. Another thing that I loved about this specific experience is in the box next to us were about four children. And they were amazing. They were great. They were great arbiters of justice. They knew who to cheer. The, they knew who to boo. They yelled when things weren't fair. They let us know that the ref was cheating. Yes. Or yeah. He was was the ref was cheating? He the ref wasn't was paying attention to yeah. the cheaters. Yeah. It was a wonderful. Do you remember any of the people's names? Uh, Nick. No, no, that's oh. who you were in the box <laughs> oh, with. Oh, my friend. No, friend. Uh, in the ring. <laughs> it's like I don't know them either. In the ring, um, did you know anyone's names? I remember Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, good job. Because she's the man. She's the man, and that's fucking dope. She's pretty cool. Ronda Rousey. You know Ronda Rousey because I think it's amazing that she's transitioned her career. Good job. That was really cool. Uh, Batista. Batista was there. Fifty-year-old movie star Batista's there. Because he, he said four words. Yeah. It took ten minutes. Ten minutes. It was delightful. A lot of drama. I almost said delicious. It, it also was. It delicious. was delicious. It was delicious. He looks great. He does look great. Would you consider steroids for the next seventeen years to get into Batista? Oh, absolutely. Shape? Okay, cool. Yeah, drugs Wh- are fine. What type of program would you like to get on? Uh, the fastest one to being <laughs> buff. <laughs> you just want to get ripped as soon as possible. Just want to be ripped and uh, develop other habits. Are you afraid of having to be dependent on any drugs the older you get? Mm, 
no. Good Hadn't thought you. about it. I think about That's that all. That's an interesting question. I think about no. that all the time. Yeah, dude, I'm pills. Yeah, I'm afraid of them. Yeah, my parents have those uh, those little pill things that tell you what days you got to. That's not good. Yeah, dude, they're old. Oh, that I understand. <laughs> I understand. I'm, I, 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 I sympathize, and I hope the best for you. Uh, I don't want to be on that. I, I, I think that uh, you're going to be great. I'm just killing time right now. Anyways, Tuesday. Yeah. What'd you do Tuesday? I think I went to work. No, you had a celebration Tuesday night as well. Did I? Oh, my <laughs> God. Th- Sunday, 52 and 0. Monday Night Raw on Monday. Fif- on Tuesday, oh. you had a delicious meal. There we go. With my friends. This was part three of your birthday celebration. Yeah, I did do that. Where did you go? Carmine's. How was Carmine's? Not Olive Garden. Do you wish you were at Olive Garden? I kind of do. I understand Olive that Garden's completely. Great, yeah. Olive Garden is when great. When you hear your family, what's, what's a better <laughs> slogan than that? That's true. <laughs> Getting to the zone, the auto zone is a pretty good catchphrase. Okay. okay, so how was the carbon? Did you have carbonara at uh, no, Carmine's? No, I didn't. But I will say this. The wonderful thing about being 33 and not giving a shit anymore is that you get to do that with strangers. How so? So uh, I got a lot of people to chant. The entire restaurant to chant, it's your birthday. Four separate times. Well, you know whose birthday it is tonight? It's Bennett's birthday. Bennett, happy birthday, buddy. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, birthday Bennett. Bennett. Is it your Jesus year too, babe? I think he's 34. Ben, are you 34? 34. You sure about that? And nailed it. Anyways, okay. He's just making shit up. I understand that. So Wednesday you work. Yeah. Last night. And had a table. Last night bar. you closed your birthday celebration with a table in a bar, but the bar's in the back of a deli. Yeah. How was that? It's a bar in the back of a deli. <laughs> Do you regret <laughs> all of this celebration? N- uh, only a little bit because I'm clearly still drinking. Yes. Um, I wish I spent more time at the gym this week. Fair enough. What do you hope happens in your 33rd year of existence? I hope that I become the powerful person that other people see I am. Oh, th- so you don't think you're powerful? Oh, no. I got to go to a wrestling show on Sunday courtesy of the country of Qatar. Monday, Monday. Whatever. <laughs> I went there. I'm I'm powerful adjacent. It's it's in my wheelhouse apparently. Okay. That's good, I guess. I'm just saying power I, adjacent. I think that at some point in your life you do start to surround yourself with people who are good and kind and oh. like it's reciprocated and it's wonderful. And I just want to see that grow exponentially this That's year. That's a lovely message. Yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of people I want to see more and grow, hey, what are you willing to talk right now? Fantastic. Yeah, dude. Well, I got to... Uh, consent is important. I don't care what year it is. Yeah, and he's uh, he's, he's one of my favorite people, and I'm glad that you're on the same stage with... Yeah. He will be on the same stage. Yeah, he's him. great. Now, he remembers the Batman 1989 soundtrack a little bit differently than our first guest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, coming to stage is, is one of my favorite people in Washington, D.C. You might have read his work in the city paper. I think you were just on the BBC or some shit like that. Weren't we'll you the New York Times this year? Were you the New York Times this year, too? He's oh, yeah, you're fucking right. That was yeah, the shutdown. Yeah, he's in the New York hey, Times. Hey, Watcher Jr., come up here. Allison and I, Allison, you sit here. We're going to share a mic. Okay. Haywood, that's going to be your mic. Hold on, really quick. If, you, if you're so willing, Haywood, please take a seat. Yes. You were, what was the BBC thing? Oh, it was a uh, red versus blue, Democrat versus Republican comedian. Uh, it's Trump funny was the. Who was line. on the red side? Tim Young. Did he do that because no one else would take it, or he actually believes it? He's he's a conservative. He's a conservative. He's a conservative pundit. Okay, 
He used to be a comic. Well, I shouldn't say he used to I be a comic. I thought he is a comic. He's a comic, but he doesn't do stand-up as much anymore. He does uh, blogs and writes and okay. stuff like that. What was this? I have not and, seen and this. And he does Fox 5, if I'm not mistaken. I apologize. I have not seen this piece. Oh, when man. did it go up? <laughs> was it like this week? Was it? No, nah, no, nah, it's like a, almost a month ago. I have now. not. See, I, I read the New York ago. Times piece. Yeah, that was that, that was the January. That came in during the furlough. Yeah, yeah, that was January. And then, uh, yeah, so it was right around maybe a week before, about a month ago now. Are you willing to summarize the piece or no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was me talking. Uh, okay, so the question that we were presented by BBC was, "Is Trump funny?" Uh, and of course, he's funny. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, my, of my whole thing was that. Uh, not only is it funny, his administration is hilarious. Okay, sure, sure, sure. It's a joke. <laughs> and, and what was Tim's sentiment? Pretty much the same. Oh, okay. Uh, but we would say, the question was, what, the things that Trump says, uh, are they funny, and could, would, he be a, would he be a good comedian? And we're like, well, he goes at his audience, he panders to his audience, he plays to his audience, he gets them riled up like a good wrestler. I was using a, Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I used a lot of your references, and I bigged you up, I was like, I talked about my friend Brandon Weatherby. Did you Weatherby. plug my book? Yes, I did. Thank you so and also, much. You know, I said, you know, and they're absolutely right. Trump, he's a heel. He's turned heel, and he yeah. knows what to do. He's Bobby Heenan right now, and we love him for this. Number one, apologize to Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan has always been better on the mic than Trump. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Heenan was good. Bobby Heenan's from Chicago, number two. <laughs> so you need to apologize and know your fucking role. Bobby Heenan is at the top of the, yep, top of the heap. I think Ric Flair is at the top. Well, yeah, on the mic. overall. On mic. Oh, my God, you learned it. You learned what the fuck. <laughs> I knew Ric Flair. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> I have wooed here before. Okay, but you've never said Ric Flair and then wooed. You just would woo. Woo! Woo! It's pretty great. Ric okay. Flair is a, a Pentecostal preacher. He's amazing. Um, <laughs> He's a Pentecostal preacher who happens to be a wrestler. <laughs> right? Like, everything he does is like, hey, what's up? Okay, here's the thing about Ric Flair. That white I man talks about gators. This is, here's, <laughs> this is why I'm glad you're on the show tonight. So Ric Flair is a huge college football fan. Yeah. You played college football. Did, yes. Ric Flair will go into locker rooms and give motivational speeches. Yes, he will. Do you think that's a net positive for the team? Or the entire time they're like, that's fucking Ric Flair. We're going to get fucked up with Ric Flair. <laughs> How could you possibly perform after that? I think. I was going to say, is he giving out cocaine too? Because that's no, probably. <laughs> Ric Flair was booze all the yeah, way. Yeah, a drinker. A booze all the way. He would hang out with people doing coke all night, right. but he was booze. All but bo- well, it was booze and you know, it being was up all, all booze, yeah, bo- booze and ladies. Yeah, was his thing. Yeah, that was his vices. <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing. Do you, would you actually, if you were the, head I would coach, love to have Ric Flair come. If you were the like, head coach of a college football program, of course I'd want to wake you up as be a friend. <laughs> but if you were the head coach of a college football program, would you actually want Ric Flair yes. near you? Okay, so you yes. don't think it's? A I don't think oh, you mean like, for like him being a loser or something like that. No, or just be like they're gonna party too much and they're uh, not gonna be prepared. I hear that. No, no. But, well, Ric Flair is a. Mo- in this day and age, he w- is probably one of the better motivational speakers that you can bring to your organization. You think so? I do. I mean, he will motivate the troops. He really will. They do do a lot of – we watched a troop promo on Monday night. Do you remember that, Allison? Do you want to enlist now? I think I'm good. Thank you. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, moving on. Heywood, what would In you like to Navy. talk about? <laughs> what would you like to discuss this evening? Ric Flair. No, okay. <laughs> That's fine with me. That's fine with me. Uh, Ric Flair uh, – no, to, to talk about uh, 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 to keep with the theme of the show, we're talking about Batman. Yes, and we're talking about uh, Nirvana. Yes, uh, Kurt Cobain and Prince and these two and Baby Bri Bri, of course. And I love that song, man. I love that every yeah. fucking time, dude. He, he makes a hit. I'm like, yo. I Can we just all appreciate the deep lunges that he did? <laughs> I like how he walked like, in the audience. Was, he pulled a Diana Ross tonight. You pulled a Diana Ross tonight. He put the moves on that guy. Like, he walked yeah, around and was like, hey, and hey. 
And what makes you say? I was like, oh shit, get the splits, nigga, get the splits. So I said it to say, uh, stuff like that. Music is thunder. We were talking earlier off off mic uh, about the things that transcend, and we we are recording this on the twentieth anniversary. Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Wow, wow. I don't want to be that old. Uh, I remember when Kirk, I remember when that happened. We were yeah. coming from football practice, and there was a kid who drew a big mural, and we were like. Why are you doing that? He was like, oh, you like Nirvana like that? And he was like, no, he killed himself today. I was like, bullshit. We just listened to, like, the Unplugged album yesterday. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, he killed himself. And he was like, whoa. And we had that thing. It was on our um, college dorm, Thayer Hall, for probably probably a month. Really? Uh, Yeah. And I said that it was, you know, he took a white sheet and he drew Kirk Cobain's face. And that kid, Jim, wound up being a a VJ for VH1 and MTV. Uh, Pretty cool dude. But I said it to say, at the time, this Nirvana wasn't Nirvana. Mm-hmm. They were uh, they were a good band. They were cool. Uh, Wu Tang was just coming out. Mm-hmm. They were they were just. This is my college years, right? Yeah, we yeah. were on oh, that dorm. We were listening to Pearl Jam. We were listening to Wu Tang, Nirvana, uh, Ice Cube, man, uh, the Poetic Justice soundtrack. <laughs> and it was amazing. It's weird how you get that, that those things in college that last throughout the ages. And now Nirvana is this band that people talk about like. The Beatles, yeah, you know, or like the Rolling Stones or something like that, and they, they talk about them in this degree. And Prince, I remember, I'm old enough to remember, you know, the Controversy album. That yeah. was my introduction to Prince. It wasn't, you know, Batman or anything like. By the time he was a star, he was Jack Nicholson. I mean, it was like if Jack Nicholson was getting asked, and Prince was getting Vicky Vale. I mean, that's exactly. It's so. <laughs> what are you? Isn't it? It's kind of sad that th- uh, a man that was so sexualized and, and sang about sex so much never actually had sex. It's wild that, you s- that he was a virgin because it's he crazy. could have been, I mean, well, <laughs> he was also a Jehovah's Witness, though. So yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. I said that to say, music, uh, that is one of those things that it reminds us of the times that we have. Or as Dick Clark said, it was the soundtrack of our lives. But David, you're a father. Yes. What do you, th- your children are too young to have a thing yet. In terms, of a, no, in terms of in terms of in terms of a of a band or an artist, no, they do. They do. Yeah. Who are they? Spider Man soundtrack. Spider Man. Post Malone. Spider Man into so the Spider Verse. Post Malone. They love Post Malone, and to piggyback off of Baby Bri Bri, they like Jaden Smith. No, no, I understand. Like they're Jaden huge Smith. fans of Jaden Smith, but and do, I'm like, do you, his dad is an icon. <laughs> do you feel like? Do you worry that you're like being? Please, do, I Tell hope me. you're not offended by this. Do you feel like a bad father that your children like Post Malone? I did until I listened. Okay. I did until I listened. They like Post Malone. They like Marshmallow is their dude. Okay. Marsh. They love to eat. They love EDM and they're in their Fortnite and all of that. And uh-huh. we watched the Fortnite concert. Marshmallow actually gave a concert in this fucking cyberspace. <laughs> it was amazing that people showed up to as avatars or people they would like to be. So my kids, we were all there. We were dancing and hanging out and having a good time. And I'm like, no, because they. I don't feel like a bad dad because they like Post Malone. I do feel like a bad dad at times when I'm like, I don't know what this song is, so I have to go research and find out what this is. And I'm like, okay, this is where you guys are, and this, is, this, is, this isn't that bad. <laughs> isn't it cool, I guess, uh, from your perspective, since you have mentioned so many different genres, to mm. watch how they're all sort of melding together um, well, yeah. for the next generation? I don't know if y'all are familiar with Lil Nas X. Yes, I heard it today. Bruh. I so heard it. if you're not familiar, Old Town Road is like the number one song right now. It's yes. fucking amazing. Well, no, because Billboard took it off the charts. Hold on. I was getting there. It's <laughs> number one on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music right now? Yeah. 
Like, he's killing it. So Billboard took it off of the country music charts because they said it wasn't country music. However, it's fucking amazing. It's about riding a horse on an old town road. (laughs) Bennett, if you're not too busy, could you please pull that up? Lil Nas X. Thank you. What, what's funny to me is how Billy Ray Cyrus said, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're an outlaw now because you've been outlawed. Yeah. So I got to jump on this track. The most country music shit that could possibly ever happen. And it's actually kind of kind of funky. And it's so good. <laughs> this song is like, it slaps. And country music is the blues. But everybody likes it. It's, it's white folk. Yeah. You got it? You po, got it? Poor white folk music. I hope he <laughs> plays the Batman soundtrack <laughs> on accident. Yeah, this is. Yes, I am. (laughs) Hey. 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 What? Hey. Billy Rock to the country rock, and I can get Billy Ray and Molly Ray to booty pop. <laughs> this is what they don't want. This is what America fears. Right? This is America. This is what we did on the BBC. Hennessy and whiskey have made a song. Did you look at that perfect fade? <laughs> Go Bennett. ahead, Bennett. Oh, happy, birthday. happy birthday, Bennett. Yes. Yeah, I would feel like a bad dad if my kids didn't have this to listen to. Here's the thing about Post Malone. <laughs> I love that he wears Stone Cold Steve Austin shirts when he performs. 316. But he's Post Malone. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he jams. Did you see him with the no, Red Chili Peppers at the Grammys? It was the worst performance at the Grammys, hands down. With the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it was kind of dope. You know what my favorite Post Malone Brandon story? Brandon is a hater. Is that a fan met Post Malone and threw up because he smelled so bad? Yeah. He looks like that makes me like him more. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a Well, we come from that era where rock stars are rock stars. And now we, we hold on, hold on. That's actually what I did want to talk about. Okay. So have you seen the not hit film The Dirt? Or read the hit yes. book, The Dirt? Yes. yes. No. Yes. That, to me, is the epitome of rock star, right? The problem with it is uh, the music's only okay. It's not great. It's not. And the behavior is never excusable. And that's why I like Nirvana so much, because Nirvana mm. was the antithesis of that. It was, uh, yes, they had guitars, but uh, all of their songs uh, were about consensual sex or about how <laughs> you should hate yourself or about how <laughs> men are the problem or about how we should have benefit shows for Bosnian rape survivors yes. and uh, that's what they did yeah. and so to me Nirvana is much better and uh, uh, Motley Crue Rockstar the whole idea of Rockstar is inherently evil does this make sense it does okay it does so when you say like well Post Malone is a rock star that's not a good well he's a d- modern era rock star but it's that's it's still changed. not a good thing but, no, but what you're saying is a group like Motley Crue yes. which is on the heels of Queen which is on the heels of Kiss Sure. And rock stars, right? Sure, sure, sure. And then they took it to the next, to their next level. Sure. And they were okay. I'm not a Motley Crue head. Sure, I sure. might, I like Guns N' Roses. If sure, you're looking sure, at that. sure. Yeah. But then Nirvana comes in, and Pearl Jam comes in, yes. and and uh, what's the what's the band Sound with uh, Soundgarden? 
this 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 Seattle thing happens. Yeah, 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 so this West Coast thing happens, and it's not just not. It's a let's put more reality into the music, which is the same thing that happened to hip hop. Sure, it's the same thing, and it's go, and hip hop is going through that. You know, where it's like okay, you have uh, uh, stadium rock, mm-hmm. where you have stadium hip hop. You have these things that are just like okay, you get who's that? Uh, uh, okay, like L- Lil John and stuff like that. You know, it's hip hop. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like you know, tear the club up, fight music, sure, sure, sure. Get, get hype music. It's, it's, it is what teenagers are. It's angst. Sure, I get that. You know what I'm saying? So in, for this era, where there isn't much angst left to actually be had about small things, Post Malone and these people are in era, in essence counterculture, which is what a rock star is. I don't. I don't know if I can agree with you on that. You don't think the tats on the face are counterculture? No. Really? I, I don't know. I don't know. Ah, because you sit here with the afro and you are counterculture. It's hard to tell a counterculturalist what counterculture is. Sir, with the pills. What's your favorite sir band? Sir, with the <laughs> pills! What's your, favorite, what's your favorite musical group, sir? Dad. Wake up, Dad. What's your favorite, music, what's your favorite musical group? Of all time? Of all time? Yeah, like what'd you grow up listening to? What's your what's your what's your group? What's your go to? Huh? Don't have one. Don't have one. That's my man. <laughs> <laughs> Basically what he said, that's rock star shit. <laughs> Get off me. I don't want none of it. Everything I'm against I'm against it all. So a group like Nirvana has to come out to be everything that they are, that everything that Motley Crue wasn't. Sure. I dig that. And that's what made them cool. They're like, oh, who are these guys who look like they should be like, not lumberjacks, but they look like they, now we know that's a Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. They look like they work at a coffee shop. They look like they go to school libraries. They look like the kids, soccer kids on my dorm floor. I'm like, this is what's happening? And sure. this is on the heels of, of Guns N' Roses. This is on the heels of, you know, Terminator and all that stuff. And, yeah. uh, uh, you should be mine and all that shit. So now we have this, this music of, of our days. Kanye's a rock star, but is he? Fortunately, he is. But yes. he is. He is. You know? Yes. Post Malone is pushing music to another place. That song, Sunflower, from the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, is a great fucking song. That song about, uh, I think I'm better now, better now, all this shit, and then stuff's about being out there, being on the road and all that stuff. That's that's our lives. All right. It, it's Stone Cold's life. <laughs> touche, touche. So it's I said that to say, I, I, I love it. I love music. Uh, I, I, I would like to see who kills himself late t- today and becomes the Kirk Cobain of their time. All right, let's place bets. The fact that Bieber is still alive to me is very good. I'm glad he's alive. But he's going through it. He's, he's, he's got a therapist. I, I am he's gl- got a therapist. I am glad he's still with us. I'm surprised he is. Wait, no, <laughs> Jesse Bieber also has his own personal minister, right? Yes, yes. I hope. Yes, 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 yes. It's not changing. The, the formula isn't changing how we get it and how we receive it. And the fact that it's us now. We're the generation now that's saying, that's not music. That's not hot. That's not, that's not that good. But are we listening? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> you heard it, but I'm did good. you listen? Yeah, I listen. I'm good. But wait until your kid comes in and they go like, hey, this is the ball. Wait until you hear Baby Shark over and over and over again. You will enjoy the remix like I did. We're not yeah. going to... Baby shark. So I said it to say, man, uh, Prince. uh, Good job. Nirvana. These people. 
Uh, they are st they are rock stars because we look at them and we go, that cat is solid, and I would like to do a, I would like a little bit of that juice. <laughs> <laughs> you made it weird at the end. It was great. Uh, that's rock. Um, <laughs> do you have anything exciting going on in your life? Yeah. Name one thing. Uh, one thing. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Living. Great. <laughs> Just the idea of living, the, the reality. The idea of living, man. Yeah, I'm living right here, right now. Yeah, that's exciting, dude. That's good. But I'm also like, I'm writing, I, I write, I'm writing a column for the uh, city paper. There that's pretty go. cool. That that's seems very to be exciting. going well. Yeah, I'm writing a Sunday column. It's the only thing going up on Sunday. City paper hasn't had anything go out on Sundays. So on Sundays, if you uh, follow the city paper, you can, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, all those. What's the next one? The next one, I'll be talking to an entrepreneur, a young cat who's actually talking about what's going on right now. He has a network, uh, Who's Mizzou Network, well, Instagram. Uh, who's Mizzou? Ex who's Mizzou? Exactly. Who's Mizzou? What, what is Who's Mizzou? Who's Mizzou is a network. Well, it's, the ne it's a guy, but he has a network, and he's actually platforming everything that's going on in the DMV that we don't know about. So he goes out to basketball games. He goes out to shows. He goes out to events. He does diff goes, to, goes to these places and records it and puts it out. So if you remember... Last year, the guy who was on, uh, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's that thing called? World Star? So you know World Star, right? We're talking about rock stars, so you know World Star. Remember the guy who was flipping away from the police? <laughs> <laughs> so there was a gentleman who was flipping away from the police and got over a million hits. Everybody was like, yo, he should be, in the, uh, he should be in like the Hip Hop Olympics or something like that, because he did a front flip away from DC police, ran and flipped back. He interviewed that guy. That guy. Uh, he had one of the only interview with that guy, who's also a musician, uh, performer, put his stuff out. Who's like, now that I have this platform, people are listening to me. This is what I would like to say. He had the only interview with that gentleman who got killed. Yeah, yeah. So we live in that. This is the world we still live in. We're just with Nip, we talk about music. Somebody like Nipsey Hussle, somebody who people who have yet to really hear about, who was nominated for a Grammy, who released Victory Lap last year, which was amazing, who was a hip hop star and on the verge of becoming one of the bigger hip hop stars of our generation, of this generation, was taken from us. And this is what happens over and over again. Uh, somebody like Kurt Cobain who took himself from us. Uh, Prince is gone through opiates and mute, through whatever it is he, he did. The, these people have, you know, we only have moments and glimpses in any of these people's lives. And somebody like Who's Mizzou is making it possible in the world where we're getting all of this information instantly and we're being bombarded with it. He's reminding us that, hey, you know what? There are other people that we're still not seeing. We live in DC, which is now where we found out the most gentrified city in America. He's still going into those neighborhoods that have yet to be gentrified saying, hey, people are still here rocking, performing. He goes to Baloo and uh, records the basketball games and, and, and puts that information out and says, hey, this is a cat that's being recruited by such and such and such and such. So letting us know who we need to know in the know right now. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm uh, talking to. The, the article is called What's Good because the whole point is what's good today? We know about the shit that's wrong, but what's good about in this world that we can share? So people are actually sharing what good stuff, you know, and people are, when would you rather be alive than right here, right now, when you can literally be the change you want to see? I would love to have this conversation again in another 20 years and be like, man, remember when, you know, we were talking about Post Malone and then Post Malone is like, oh shit, now he could be the prince of that era because he is a multi-instrumentalist. He really is. And that's the key to be able to transcend the time that you're in with what you're, with what you're doing, and have a connect, not just to the youth,
but to the elders and, and rem remind us that this place that we live in is very small, but it's also large and filled with whatever we want to fill it with. And I hope that's good news. That's what the gospel is all about. That's a wonderful sentiment. You're, you're a good hey, you talk about Jesus year, gospel. That's great. <laughs> that was beautiful. You're, you're a beautiful man. Thank you. I'm glad uh, you like looking at me. <laughs> I do. Thank you for letting me objectify both of you this evening. Thank you, sir. I'm going to uh, bid you adieu. Well, uh, and Baby Bribery is going to close the show, the very, very uh, short show where, where we just talk about 1989's Batman album by Prince. Yeah, that fell Thank off. Thank you, Haywood. That was a wonderful, wonderful way to end the segment. Allison, happy birthday. Thank you so much. Happy birthday, Bennett. Happy birthday to Bennett. Thank you, Bennett. Happy birthday. Um, Baby Bribery, I'm glad that you're still with us. Thanks. Cool. Uh, do I need to know the name of this performance or no? Uh, no. All right. Now, isn't it? Yeah, it's all coming back to hunt you now, isn't it? It's all coming back to hunt you now, isn't it? Yeah, it's all coming back to hunt you now, isn't it? Sex!
Loved it. I'm glad you're alive. Me too, like Haywood said. Me too. So good. Songs about the... Uh, have you driven by the Jefferson Memorial lately? Yeah. Have you noticed the dome is coated in a black film with a single white stripe down the middle? No. Pay attention. That's all I talk about. Miranda's heard this story a million times. There is a microorganism that is latched on to the Jefferson Memorial, and they can't figure out how to clean it off. So they spent all kinds of money doing these uh, intensive projects where they're trying to remove it without destroying the memorial. And they finally found this like aircraft carrier cleaning service that could laser it off with this new technology. But the budget only allotted for like a single stripe and they have not cleaned the rest of it off. So for about a year and a half now, there's just been a single white stripe down the Jefferson Memorial. That's great. Anyways. Ah, oh, you're great. You make me rethink about, like, oh, this sounds horrible, what, like, punk music is and, like, loud music. And I used to think, like, oh, that was, those guys are, those, those women, those are strong people because they're like, I'm in your face. But it's like, no, man, that's way more difficult to do than to, like, put something in drop D and make a loud noise because that's easy. What you do is great, and I'm glad you're doing it, and I'm glad Haywood's writing, and I'm glad Allison is getting into wrestling. Most importantly, I'm glad Allison's getting into wrestling because she finally understands politics now. Uh, it, it, it's an important time of the year. Uh, Easter is coming up, and Mother's Day is coming up. Clearly, the 4th of July is after that. Then we have Labor Day and Halloween and then Thanksgiving, and then we have Christmas. And then we have Hanukkah, we have Kwanzaa, we have New Year's Eve. Those are all nice. But the most important, the most important, the one that, the one that makes you really think about the ones that near and dear to you, that's this Sunday. That's WrestleMania. And thank you. Look, look those people that you love in the eyes and tell them what you love about them and what you hope happens at this Sunday's WrestleMania. I hope Becky goes over. She deserves it. Not six years ago. She was just a flight attendant. She gave up on her dream. Now she's back in a company that does not provide health care or unionization. It's a lovely story. And most importantly, I want you to think about the 1989 soundtrack of Batman by Prince. Now, Baby Bribe Ride, if you're going to recommend one song for people to hear on that soundtrack... One song for people to open up their eyes to understand what's going to happen at WrestleMania this weekend. What song should Bennett play on his birthday from that soundtrack? Bennett, would you cue up Scandalous by Prince? Now, when Kofi Kingston goes down that ramp to face Daniel Bryan this Sunday at WrestleMania 35 in New York slash New Jersey, I want you to think about this song. And I want you in your heart to say, happy birthday, Bennett. Turn that song up, Bennett. And I hope you have a scandalous birthday.